Welcome, Blood Brothers and Sanguine Sisters, to Deeply Discussing Dexter. I'm your host, Dale Maxfield. I'm joined by Aaron Caldwell. Hello. Brooke Merritt. Hi. And Zach Rowland. Hi. And today we're discussing Season 7, Episode 6, Do the Wrong Thing. On this episode, Quinn gets to botch Isaac's case and keep $10,000. Deb is catching up on past seasons. She figured out that Dexter and Lumen's team up from Season 5 is a thing. And Dexter stabs Hannah over and over again. What did you think of this episode overall? Um, this may be my favorite episode of the season. A lot of friendship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess I know why you picked this one, but so which depiction of friendship. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like this one. I didn't think there was much going on. I really liked the previous episode, and this was just kind of a downhill slope from there. Just didn't really care about a lot that was happening. Slow I, moving. I agree. I felt like this was a step uh, step backwards like they're going to just shoehorn another storyline in here because the isaac thing kind of goes away but um eh, it is it's just yeah it wasn't that great i don't usually weigh in one way or the other at the beginning of the episode but i will say that this is one of the least this this episode is like probably one of the least number of notes that I've taken. Um, I got to like halfway through the episode and I was still on the first page of my notes, which usually doesn't happen. And most of my notes are like one sentence long because it's a lot of very short scenes with very like one thing happens in this scene and then it moves on. Yeah. To be honest with you, I, I, I very rarely, I don't remember anything from this episode other than the end. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, yeah. that's no. why it's probably we know Zach. it's my favorite from the season because i remember one scene and it's like good enough well and that's i think yeah, that's I'm why dexter that works too. for you because uh that was dexter's like one trick that was how they kept that show on for so long is that they have so many episodes that are so bad and then they have something of an interesting cliffhanger that keeps people interested for the next episode yeah, and so they're only making like five minutes of good television every week, but you keep coming back for that five minutes. It's not quite as he- like heightened as something like Twenty Four, where the last three minutes are always like batshit insane, and then they solve it two minutes into the next episode, and then it just kind of plods along again. But <laughs> that's been happening with yeah. a lot of shows I've been watching recently, and I'm just getting really exhausted by it, and I'm like, ah. Why am I still watching this show? I don't need to finish this show. Yeah. Yeah, I watched this episode uh, 90 minutes ago, and I don't remember anything. So right in tune with that. <laughs> and I, I wrote down like six things, and I'm, I don't even remember what I'm talking about and what I wrote down. You, so, yeah. You don't remember the end? Yeah. yeah. I, well, I remember that <laughs> part because I knew exactly mm-hmm. what, what Zach was talking about with his friendship reference. But other than that, <laughs> no, well, nope. we'll have a lot to talk about when we get to the end of the less than one page of notes. <laughs> Can we just skip to that part since none of us remember any of the rest of it? I mean, this I feel like you'll have long. a lot more to say than me, but <laughs> this really won't take long. Uh, Dexter and Harry are watching Hannah discuss whether or not Dexter should kill her. 
So real quick, let's just draw this out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Already, <laughs> why is Harry Zach has found still something to say? Why is Harry still around? <laughs> I'm just like I don't know. Is everybody else on board with this, or can I just? I'm like done. Harry is part of no. Dexter. I uh, hate it too. I he's just part kinda, of Dexter's I, brain. I just Why groan I, every time he's on. Yeah, no, Why I don't like it. Trying either. to take a job away from James Remar. <laughs> I mean, find James more. Remar's he'll find fine. another one. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be good. I'm just like, I'm just so done with the little like Harry Dexter moments now, and I totally get that it's a part of Dexter. I'm just, it's like filler at this point. It's like rib meat for chicken nuggets, and I'm tired of it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's honestly, like red meat for chicken nuggets. I need to use that for something. I'm gonna steal that. I don't know when I'll be able to use it, is, but I like it. Isn't it fuck nuggets? <laughs> yeah, fuck nuggets. Red meat for fuck nuggets. Yeah, Harry's Harry's role has definitely uh, fallen by the wayside with Deb now knowing about Dexter. There's not someone for him to like talk things out with. Or there's there's no need for him to have like an imaginary friend to talk things out with. He can have those conversations with Deb and they're more interesting with Deb because she's way more influential on his life um, and way more of a consequence on his life than Harry, his imaginary friend. So um, yeah, it's a good it's a good point. Oof. Let's get through some more bullets, guys. Uh, <laughs> Miami Metro has a briefing where they reinforce that Isaac's arrest is pretty solid. Whew. That was a scene. Dexter decides to hide Hannah's involvement in the killing of the woman they dug up. He does it as a peace offering to Hannah. They were, to- they were at, uh, at odds with each other? What? <laughs> it's like... Well, he, yeah. wants to, he wants to get into her good graces so that he can kill her. Ah, he's playing the... Okay. That's the deal. Playing that card. A guy tries to shank Isaac, but Isaac quickly overpowers him and talks him out of it. Isaac calls George, the foxhole manager, and asks him to visit him in jail. Dexter goes to visit Hannah. She's poisoned a bunny. Dexter shows her the report that says that Wayne did all the killing. Dexter asks Hannah some questions about how her husband died while trying to choose a plant to take home. The flower shop Hannah is running was started by a woman who also met an untimely death. Dexter looks into it and finds that Hannah was the sole heir. Hannah's husband and the flower shop lady died of heart attacks. Oh, curious. A lot of bad luck in her life. <laughs> coincidence. It's like a Miss Marple script at this point. <laughs> it's very all much a coincidence. So. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's, yeah, very much. That's a good, good, good right. one. Black Widow, anyone? Yeah. Like we're stepping back into a movie from the 50s. So I married an axe murderer? I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> and Nancy Travis. Uh, the <laughs> man who wrote a biography of Wayne and Hannah's murders stops by Miami Metro. Uh, Dexter goes to get his book signed. The author turns out to think that Hannah is also a murderer. He brings up another hurdle in Hannah's past that suddenly dropped dead of a heart attack too. The author asks Deb on a date. She declines. He leaves his card. Quinn tells Nadia. Never never take no for an answer. Leave your card. Even if it's a no, you always leave your card. Yeah. A good tactic. I'm sure he learned that from the pickup artist. 
Well, the best women are the ones that you have to wear down. <laughs> yeah. That's the best kind. This is a two set. I'm going to take you out on a two set. <laughs> uh, Quinn tells Nadia about the money that George left in his car. Nadia tells him to return the money. So Quinn takes it back and drops it on George's desk. That's like four scenes in one, one point there. Two, two sentences. Dang. Dexter sneaks into the author's apartment and steals his research into Hannah McKay. Angel and Jamie are having lunch. Jamie says, hookers, who does that? Angel says, nothing, because Angel is planning to retire and buy a restaurant. (laughs) And possibly possibly hookers. (laughs) Yeah. La Passion. That's the name of the restaurant. It should be. (laughs) It took took two episodes for us to get uh, a reaction from Jamie about her final encounter with Lewis. And it's just hookers who does that. That's really shoehorned in there. I mean, two episodes later. <laughs> hey, I, by the way. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't even catch that that was what she was talking about. That's that's how long ago it was. I actually I, forgot she was in the show. Like, mm-hmm. it's like More importantly, Dexter where's Harrison? I mean, is nobody Whoa. watching him? <laughs> then you know who else uh, drops in at lunch is uh, Yuki. So Yuki drops by, and she's, <laughs> she's going to need some... Some stuff from La, uh, uh, from not La Guerta. Angel. How do we ever come down? Are <laughs> yeah. we Team Yuki still? Were we ever Team Yuki? <laughs> Yuki's still out there somewhere. Yeah, I. Oof. It all depends on whether you're Team Quinn or not, because Yuki is definitely not Team Quinn. I don't think Quinn's Team Quinn at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Team Quinn or Team Yuki. Quinn, Quinn's not a bad cop. He just likes money. Yeah. <laughs> I wish there was and a bumper he's also sticker. Also, a bad cop. I wish there was a bumper sticker for every police officer for, that said exactly that. <laughs> and he likes to buy transmissions for strippers. Yeah, <laughs> or sleep That's his with deal. somebody across the street from a strip club uh, in a Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that lady! Oh, oh dear yeah. God! Good times. Uh, Isaac tells George he needs him to get out of jail before Isaac has to kill someone. Quinn arrives for a date with Nadia, but George is there instead. Isaac wants Quinn to lose the evidence connecting Isaac to the bar killings. Otherwise, George threatens to send Nadia to a brothel in Dubai. Quinn takes the money. (laughs) Dubai, (laughs) bye-bye. So they threaten him with, like, deportation and whoring out his girlfriend, but then they give him money, too. Well, I mean, it's like they they own him more if they give him the money, um, and ten grand isn't that much to invest in something like this. Plus, uh, it's not just that they're going to deport Nadia; like they were specifically going to send her to like the brothel where she would kill herself mm. within a couple of months of being there. Because Dubai is freaky, yo. Never been. Have to check it out. <laughs> That's where the weird shit happens. sounds like a solid idea. <laughs> uh, Laguerta tells Deb that she thinks that the guys involved in the barrel case, the barrel girls case, may have been victims of the Bay Harbor Butcher. Dexter finds that the author bribed the flower shop owner's mortuary and tested some blood. He found poison. Hannah is suddenly at Dexter's door. She has a new plant that looks like white flowers with blood splatter. 
And then Deb calls Dexter over to her house to talk about LaGuardia's new theory. Deb realizes that Lumen was the accomplice and that Dexter moved her into the house where Rita died. Dexter suggests that Deb chill out and date the author, and she throws him out. Ah. Oh, wow. I found out that it's never good to to say uh, chill out to uh, a woman that you're close to. (laughs) I don't think anyone wants to hear chill. No, no, not at all. Especially if they're angry when you say that to them. Yeah. Yeah, this happened recently to me, so I'm very, very familiar (laughs) with it. Unless we're discussing uh, Batman and Robin and and Arnold Schwarzenegger (laughs) one-liners, then chill is never... Never a good one to bring up. I mean, he started it off all wrong. He should have just been like, bruh. And then let that sit there for a second. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Then just chill. Also needed a couple of beers. We know how she reacts when she's got a couple of beers. She's she's like not been drinking at all. Have you guys noticed that? Yeah. Yeah. Her drinking habit has, has died down a lot. Probably stealing drugs out of the... Police station at this point. <laughs> Stealing. She'd have to be. Like, if there's any left. Yeah. Like the time that Dexter needed to kill somebody large, and they were like, here, take this weapon. Here's a weapon. I'm not even going to charge it out to you. Like, you well, just that, take that. Didn't he steal cocaine or something to kill Paul? Uh, yep, he did. Was it, was or it heroin cocaine or heroin, something? Something like that. He didn't. It was a drug of some sort. It was sort. to frame him. Yeah. So, uh, Dexter goes to talk to Hannah's handyman. The handyman said that Hannah had to take care of, uh, had to take care of the woman that ran the flower shop, including bathing her and taking her to appointments. Dexter finds a bunch of aconite on the property. Some of it recently harvested. This is the poison that gives people heart attacks. Hannah returns and offers Dexter coffee. He tries to blow her off, but she confronts him. He tries to ask her out, but she's not interested. Hannah tells Dexter that she still wants the fantasy of running off to Argentina with Wayne. Dexter makes a hard sell and she agrees to one date. And then Harry is in the car and says, a date? Really? Dexter's like, I panicked. (laughs) (laughs) And when I panic, I ask people out on dates. (laughs) At this point, Harry's like drop dead Fred, just like (laughs) leaning over him, trying to, you know, provide comic relief and question his life choices and, what yep. do you mean by at this point? <laughs> Harry has <laughs> always been dropped dead Fred. <laughs> it's just gotten so much worse. He's I, just I, a more tired, less energetic like, version of drop dead Fred. I like to think like, uh, that there is an extended cut of all of James Remar's scenes that when he says a line, somebody just hands him a, a check. And just each, just each time he says something, they hand him another check, and that's it. Like, are they paying him per word now? Yeah, like he's up to to six words this episode. Oh hell, he ad libbed. He threw a really in there. That's another three. <laughs> <laughs> Angel tries to talk to Quinn about retiring, but he ends up blurting it out in front of Deb and Masuka. Angel tells Deb that the idea of buying a restaurant actually makes him happy. When goes in <laughs> Happy Tista You you left out that Angel buying a restaurant 
makes Deb want to go out with the author. So she ca- she gives him a call. I didn't leave that out. That's the very, like, that's like two, two points uh, later. Yeah, because everything's well, the- happening so fast. <laughs> but yes, you're right. <laughs> like four scenes away. <laughs> Deb does realize that she needs to get a life. And she decides to date the author. Um, so that that part of the story can progress. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that fascinating part of the story that we're all invested in. So good. But first, Quinn goes into evidence and sabotages the case against Isaac. Don't. And then, Deb goes on a date with the author. He tells Deb uh, that he thinks Hannah is the murderer, or is a murderer. He tells her that the, bloody, the blood guy th- that he hired disagrees with Dexter that Hannah killed the woman they dug up. So now Deb knows that Hannah killed the woman. Dexter takes Hannah to break into Santa's winter village with a picnic basket. This is their date. He flips a switch and makes it snow, and then he M99s her. She wakes up on a table inside of Santa's village. She tells him to do what he has to do. He poses to stab her and then cuts the plastic wrap off. She sits off and kisses him, and they have the sex on the table. The sex. The oh, friendship. yeah. And now they're friends. So, was this the hottest scene on Dexter or what? It was pretty close. It was pretty close. I mean, there was that uh, Angel and snow. Lila scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good times. How do we feel about this, guys? <laughs> I... I I guess I t- I really didn't feel like I saw it coming. I was, I was paying attention. I was like, okay, they're on the date. Uh, I didn't see him wrapping her up in the whole situation because I just like wasn't paying attention overall. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, she, she's on the kill table. Oh, he's going to kill her. Like, wow, he's really going through with this. And then with the whole slicing, and I was like, oh, no, he changed his mind because she's a blonde. And so, you know, not, now Dexter all of a sudden isn't a sociopath anymore and knows what he really wants, which is that poon. And uh, <laughs> and he gets it. Well, he gets it. Blood spatter and poon. That's what he's all about. <laughs> right? Because we've talked about There's... the fact that it's like he shouldn't be into wanting to have sex, but he is. Exactly. Often. Yeah. There, there are so many good lines that are happening right now. <laughs> easily the best lines. Yeah, so I feel like they they screwed this up when they had Julia Stiles on the show, and that they decided to bring in a replacement Julia Stiles, and that Ivan Stravowski or whatever her name is. Uh, was a better a better deal financially. She's not as well known. And so they brought her in to be that surrogate character, that Dexter's partner character. And it's just it's taken him this much of the season to get to her. Um, you know, we're we're into halfway through the season for that relationship to build up to this point. But uh again, it's like if Deb had seen Dexter and Lumen at the end of season five when they killed 
uh, Johnny Lee Miller. Like she almost did because she was like on the other side of a shower curtain from them. Then they could have skipped season six and come directly into this storyline with Deb knowing the truth and Lumen being Dexter's new partner. And they'd pretty much have the exact same storyline it took them six episodes to get to. And we would have skipped season six, which I think all of us can agree would have been a great thing. Wonderful <laughs> thing. Just that would have been preferred, yes. No, I, I agree. I didn't like this. I didn't like that they did this. I felt like it was just they're doing something they've done before. Yeah. And and I I mean no offense to the actress at all, but I do not find Hannah McKay a compelling character. Like they literally just light her and make her beautiful. And she's interesting to Dexter because she's a murderer. And that's, that's it. That's her character. Yeah. yeah it's that's funny. My how feel too. They really do go very, almost like angelic every time they put her on camera. It's yes. very well lit, very bright, <laughs> very white. Yeah. It's, like, it's just a boring character because, yeah, she's got she's, this interesting backstory, but she's just right. boring. It's just the pretty blonde with, yeah, she's got a, you know, an interesting backstory, but it's just, what, there's nothing raw or interesting about this character. It also kind of seems like a backstory that's a little shoehorned into the whole overall plot of Dexter anyway. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like we, we don't, he doesn't need to be stuck up on this whole case at all. Right. Where has she been um, all this time? If he's he's going to have figured all this out, and yeah, she's Miami Metro's problem and all that. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, it's it's no more ridiculous than Angel suddenly wants to buy a restaurant, but we don't spend as much screen time on that. So yeah, <laughs> Angel needed a thread. Come yeah, just Des- desperately needed a thread. Hasn't had one in seasons now. Uh, this was directed by Alik Sarikov, who directed two episodes, this one and one in season eight. And it was written by Lauren Gusses, who wrote 12 episodes spanning all eight seasons. What was the best line of the episode? I actually liked a line by Isaac um, when he says, uh, I'd really like to avoid killing anyone in here. Uh, it it could get in the way of me being released. Yeah. That just struck me as hilarious. I'm going to go with Jamie on this one with the hookers. Who does that? (laughs) Lots of people. (laughs) (laughs) That's why there are hookers. Men, Men with extra money. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Guys who need to get laid, who can't get laid without paying for it. (laughs) Why hookers exist? Um, <laughs> I went with uh, when after Deb kicks Dexter out, and he says, "I really need to kill someone." <laughs> yes, just because that's there were not any other lines that stuck out to me because this was a boring episode. So that's what I went with. Uh, how about the worst line of the episode? I don't have one written down. <laughs> I do. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's why a date, really? Just no more Harry. No especially no more one liners. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Uh, I actually went with the line, Alkanite, beautiful and dangerous, just like Hannah. It was just Oh, yes. Very cheesy. Yeah, Yeah, that flies into that whole Miss Marple reference, like something from an old I'll go with that one. I'll second that. I don't know if I've brought this up on the podcast before, but James Remar, after Dexter, uh, was the star of a theatrically released movie called Persecuted. And it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Um, just, just terrible storytelling. He's the he's the, like backbone of the whole thing, and he he does his best to make it work, but it just doesn't work. Um, and if you look up the YouTube video of my review of it, the first like ten seconds of the review are me just staring into the camera in disbelief <laughs> before sighing and saying, "We just saw persecuted." It's uh, <laughs> a great review. What was the performance of the episode? Well, there's only like three people in this episode. Yeah. Uh, so I, I gave it to Hannah because she was one of those three people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to double down on that. I'm going to give it to Hannah too. I mean, her performance was very good at the end. Yeah. yeah. Was it? <laughs> I mean, was it, it was the... Uh, let's just say it was the climax of the episode. Oh, they, nice one. They've had nudity <laughs> on Dexter before. I didn't see any nudity in that scene, Zach. <laughs> That's true. It's the way it was lit. It was just very angelic. <laughs> the just, way it was lit. <laughs> I just, I picture like all of a sudden Zach just being like, boobs. Zach Zach is half moth. (laughs) He likes things that are well lit. I I didn't even pick one. I guess I'll go with Hannah for different reasons than you guys, probably. Don't lump me in there. (laughs) Please tell me what those reasons are. She's a beautiful Uh, killer. She was naked. Yeah, hey, that's Zach's reason. Oh. No, I, I think it's, I think she. I said that was your uh, reason, not mine. No, no, uh, nudity is nudity. I I think it's because she's a beautiful killer. There was no nudity. <laughs> implied, implied. Because <laughs> of the the because of the sex. Yeah, because you can't pick Dexter, and he was really the one poke, poking holes in all the plots. <laughs> Yeah, he was poking some holes all right. <laughs> well, that'll do it. Let's wait for it. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Uh, we made it through another episode. We'll see you on the next Deeply Discussing Dexter. Dexter.